Hi, welcome to Google Am I Dying, a podcast all about Google search histories. And, well, I guess it's about all other stuff too. I'm Chloe. And I'm Rachel. And every week we send each other a list of our top three favourite Google searches and discuss them and uh, work out whether it's worth a point uh, or not using our very arbitrary uh, scoring system. And along the way, hopefully we learn things, we expose ourselves to the public a bit too much, not in that way. Uh, maybe in that way, I'm not sure. And uh, at the end, somebody wins. So yeah, it's pretty good times. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive in. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. I ate way too much shortbread mix for dinner. So I feel a bit ill. Ooh, um, for dinner, eh? Mm, yeah. Well, unintentionally, it became my dinner. Right. Uh, I was doing a bit of a bake-off with uh one of my friends and we were making nice. shortbread but i didn't have the right ingredients so i kind of made just like butter flour goop with sugar obviously oh any good it was delicious so much so that i ate like a giant ball of dough which was just butter so i just oh. ate like a cup of butter for dinner it's disgusting i feel gross i feel ill i feel crazy um from the sugar oh, yeah, high you're gonna get the sugar highs yeah so... there we go <laughs> that's where i am Uh-oh. oh well that's um i might have to choose a different google because oh actually no because you haven't told me why but one of your googles is related to this shortbread mm, uh activity I'll, I'll save that for for when we throw googles at each other um but yeah how's your week been well, okay, so far, we're only on Wednesday, but uh, this True. weekend coming up, I've got this wedding in Scotland, as we all know, Yes, and I've been yes. watching and listening on, on tenterhooks, that's the phrase, um, to, uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. to the news coming out pretty much hourly, daily of all the different changing oh, restrictions God. and the, the poor wedding party has had to change plans like three times in the last, it feels like Ugh. 72 hours, so... Yeah, I just kind of uh, not sure what's going on there, but excited anyhow. Yeah, you were telling me that you were had started writing your best man speech. I have. I mean, I'm not really 100% sure I'm supposed to be giving this best man speech, but I'm writing it nonetheless. Oh, but it's nice to have a... I think, oh, who should it... It doesn't matter who gets to speak. I think I went to a wedding and the bride actually did a, did a speech, which was quite nice. Oh, because, nice. you know, traditionally... Well, yeah, because traditionally it's not really required, is it? The kind of the bride just sits there like a big cupcake while everybody <laughs> sort of fawns over her. Um, but yeah, my pal, she was like, "No, nah, I'm going to stand up and say a few oh, words," and I was like, "That's very brave." Also, like in the UK, uh, granted, I've only been to one other wedding in the UK before, but mm. um, I was maid of honor at that wedding, and I did not get to speak. And I remember being very upset about this because in America, the mm. maid of honor gets to speak. Um, and Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it, here it's like basically just men doing all the talking. So like the father oh, yeah. of the bride, I think the father of the groom and the best man, yeah. maybe the groom as well. Yeah, I think the groom himself does one. Yeah, and it's like just all the dudes, right? And I remember being like yeah. crazy offended by the patriarchy and how ridiculous that was because in America, the... <laughs> The bridesmaid, the best man, and then the two dads speak. Um, so oh, at least okay. the bridesmaids there. I mean, it's still pretty man heavy. Uh, mm. <laughs> but I remember being offended yeah. and upset because I was like, "This is my one shot at it," you know, and I've I can't speak. So 
Uh, Gosh, we're very different people because I would be like, what was that? I don't have to do a speech. Awesome. No, seriously, me, it, I, I'm very competitive when it comes to like wedding party speeches. And mm. uh, at another friend's wedding, she selected two people to speak from her bridal party, her uh, maid of honor, who was her sister, mm. and one of our friends. And she chose the other high school friend. I was so sad. Uh-oh. I was like, I wanted to speak. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I'm a bit, oh. a bit competitive. Uh, so again, I'm, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm supposed to be speaking at this wedding, but I'm just going to speak anyway. So that's, that's the situation. Oh. <laughs> well, that's quite nice. Yeah. I, I've come prepared. Um, I think that's nice though, because yeah. you're friends with both of them, aren't they? They're like yeah. two of your friends who are marrying each other, right? Exactly. Exactly. So there's yeah, going to be a speech, nice. I think from, um, the, one of the dad, like the dad, the, um, sister maybe and then I think I would be the only non-family member so you know yeah nice and we've got we're cooking up a little surprise as well for the the couple which I shan't reveal because I don't think they listen to this podcast but just in case oh but you never know you never know know. news travels fast (laughs) (laughs) oh I love it Oh, I'm dog sitting this week. I just looked down and I looked at my jumper and I'm absolutely covered in dog hair. Oh my. Um yeah, she sheds loads, but um yeah, she's all right actually. She was really shy all week and now she's kind of coming round to us a little bit. Oh. Like she's lying on her back and I can rub her belly and stuff, which is nice. Um but yeah, I don't want to get too attached because uh, she's going back on Monday. But um yeah, God, I've seen loads of dogs lately. Saw your oh, little guy dogs. last week yeah. in the park. Oh, he was so in good. Hyde Park again. What a good little boy! Yeah, he was so good. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> love him. <laughs> well, next time I go away, Auntie Rachel will be the first person I call to come have a play. Yes, please. I'd like that. Yeah, because um, yeah. Well, it's Ian's birthday this weekend, and he didn't want to be left. Uh, abandoned on his own so I was like oh god damn it <laughs> Draco's specific isn't he he doesn't like men yeah and Draco's a bit um, of a prima donna <laughs> love it I mean why not I think I'd be a prima donna if I was a dog yeah fair enough because you can because you're a dog and everyone loves you we should get Ian and Draco together though soon because he's got to overcome his fear and nothing's oh. you know better for fear than beards and tattoos so oh <laughs> I know some. <laughs> God, Ian walked into the room the other day with a pair of shades on as well, so it was a triple threat. <laughs> and the dog, she was like, "What the fuck is this?" I absolutely lost it. We were like, "It's the same bloke who was wearing a hoodie and no sunglasses like 15 minutes previously." They're so thick, but yeah, so it's funny. quite cute. I'm quite, I'm quite enjoying it actually. It's quite. It's quite relaxing, actually. Hmm. But um, it's lovely to have a little furry yeah. friend. Exactly, there's such a nice little presence around the house. Oh. But anyways, do you know what? We've got a game to we play. We do. We do. And and I'm gonna. Oh. Oh. oh go oh. on. I was gonna say. Go, I was gonna go ask on. you first this week. Oh, I'm go on hot. then. Yeah. So I am dying to know the reason behind this. And also the results, right. obviously, of oh, Prada okay. Chunky Boots. Oh, Prada Chunky Boots. Right. So I am not into 
designer at all. Like, I don't think... I mean, yeah, there's a difference between brands, isn't there? Like Nike mm. and Adidas, let's say, the sort of sports brands. Like, love I those. love how you say both of those brands because that is not how an American would pronounce either of them. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Nike and Nike. Adidas. Oh, right. So how do you... I wasn't aware there was a second pronunciation of Adidas. <laughs> In America, we say Nike and Adidas. Oh, Adidas. Yeah. Adidas oh, okay. I'm going to say it though, so I think that we should Adidas. We say it. Oh, do it. I mean, it's German, isn't it? So I, I'd, I'd imagine oh. said with a German accent, it would be Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> Adidas. I think. I don't know. I did a bit of German at school, so and I reckon, I reckon that's how they'd say it. Yeah. Same as Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss. Did you know? Fun fact, actually, everyone. Uh, Hugo Boss actually designed the Nazi uniforms Jesus. during the war. Isn't that mad? It is mad. That's mad. I didn't know that. Did you not? Oh, yeah. I did a part of my A-level uh, speaking exam. I had to like prepare a presentation. I was like, I'm going to write about that because that is absolutely outrageous. Like, what the fuck? Mad. Anyways. Um, yeah, so there's a difference between sort of brands, like, yeah, your sports brands, your sort of streetwear brands, like, I don't know, Supreme or Carhartt, something like that. Uh, and then I'd say there's like the top end designers like Chanel, yeah. Prada and all that. So that is not something that I'm, that I am into. Like, A, I can't, to be honest though, it's, <laughs> this is why I Googled it, because everybody's talking about these Prada chunky boots at the minute. I feel like, three separate friends sort of independently of each other mentioned them and I was like right what are these they must be amazing and I googled them and oh Chloe they're so ugly they're so ugly <laughs> are they just normal I chunky just... boots basically as well well no they're ugly chunky boots <laughs> like they're they're so chunky that they're, they're hideous quite frankly and they come with this weird like pouch thing what? That you clip onto each yeah it's really weird it's like a little pouch thing that you clip onto your ankle and I, I why just does it wouldn't just, that look sort yeah. of like um like a what are they called like those those anklet like police monitor bracelet thingies <laughs> you read my mind that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say it kind of looks like you're on tag <laughs> um but like yeah, I just Googled it just out of curiosity to see if, if they were actually nice because everybody's talking about them. And nah, like they're not. They're horrible. And then I realized that like, across the board, the high end stuff, I, I just, it's just not, I don't like any of the stuff. Like I honestly think a Louis Vuitton bag, you know, that pattern yeah. that everyone has, I think it's genuinely one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. Not only that, but I was in Paris. La this time last year to visit a friend. Mm. I was there for literally like eight hours because she was there with her husband, and I mm. took a train and like surprised them. And oh, cute! We found ourselves on the Champs Elysees, and oh, uh, she was like, "Oh, we've got to go into Louis Vuitton," and I was like, "Fine." So I found myself having to stare at all these handbags. I was so not mm. enjoying myself, <laughs> and. No. Uh, but like because I was forced to actually spend time looking at a real specimen, I remember mm. looking and going, "These are fucking cheap and tacky." And I turned to her oh. and I said, "Did they like stop hand manufacturing these? Like what? Like 
what is the deal here? This is really bad workmanship. I would have thought this was like a knockoff if you tried to sell this to me. Mm. And she agreed. And she said that they did like change to a different processing or a different like uh, leather manufacturer. Like I have no idea, but it was just like not good quality. So on top of it being an ugly pattern, it's not good quality. And you're spending like 3000 euros on a bag. And I was just like, why? <laughs> yeah, why? I I just I don't get it. I just don't get it. I think I'd rather t- to me. I don't know morally. I hate. To, I'm not gonna like you know get on my soapbox and like preach at people. Like if you if you've earned your money and that's what you want to spend it on, then absolutely fine. But for me morally, that sits so wrongly. I just yeah. can't. The idea of spending that amount of money on a fucking ugly ass handbag when I don't know. People are homeless. Well, people yeah. are, you know, it's just, yeah. it just makes me feel a bit, oh, I'm getting angry. Oh, no, we're getting on a soapbox, it, but it's fine because oh. it's the, it's this type of grandeur that like uh, we're noticing a bit on TikTok and, pla- and like Instagram and platforms where, mm. where celebrities are letting you into their homes a bit. And, yeah. you know, it, it, something comes to mind of like Justin Bieber and I forget who the other person was, but there was like these, celebrities that were like oh I'm in the pandemic and I'm stuck at home and look at like my life or whatever and it's just like you're out of touch because look Mm. at your house look at the brands you're wearing look at the designer silverware that you're eating your stupid $20 (laughs) salad with like you know all those same reasons people love to hate and hate to love the Kardashians like that type of lifestyle is so just like beyond my comprehension when mm-hmm. you could literally get the same quality thing we're talking the yeah. same exact quality but if you took the brand off of it it would be like a fraction of the price and you're paying for yeah. the brand when you could be stopping homelessness or you could be donating <laughs> to cancer research or you could yeah, be saving money for the future someone. like you know like what yeah, why <laughs> no i just I'm just not very materialistic like that, I don't think. I, I, I like, I don't know, I feel bad if I spend, you know, three figures on anything. I'm like, oh, God, like, yeah. that was expensive. Like, I got a new job and, like, to treat myself, I bought myself um, a new pair of Doc Martin boots, right? And that, to be honest, is quite, is, is as comfortable as I am mm. in terms of, like, treating myself materialistically. Like, that... That's like comfort level. Beyond that, I'm like, oh God. Like I had to buy a new laptop because I'm looking for work and everyone's working from home. And it oh, pressing that buy now button, mm-hmm. I was like, mm. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I had to it buy a phone for the first time in years. Because oh, I had been like yeah. my iPhone was kicking around and kicking dust and almost kicking mm. the bucket. And I finally was like, I'm gonna have to get a new iPhone. But I bought it out of contract because I didn't want to buy a UK contract in case I get kicked out. Mm. Oh Oh, my fucking God. This phone is worth more than my life. Like, (laughs) I know, I know it's absolutely mad. Like what the fuck? Every time Draco picks it up, I'm just like, baby, no, it's worth twice of you. (laughs) That's the thing though. It's like, I reckon, yeah, our phones are probably, probably the most expensive things that we own you know yeah, but it's like yeah I don't know it's, it's just odd I, I don't I just don't get it it's like it's kind of cultish to me it's like you, you know the um 
the brand Supreme, the the street brand, mm-hmm. streetwear brand. Um, they they have these drops, right? And um, like their stuff sells out, you know, in in minutes. But some of the stuff they sell is just it's just getting more and more ridiculous. Like, um, you know, one was like a snow globe with the su- Supreme so logo stupid. in it, and it was so ex- so expensive. Another one was a fucking brick, a brick. Stop. Just, yeah, like an actual red brick that you would build a house with, just with Supreme in it. And it, they were so expensive. They were like £2,000 each or something. Stop and it's like, it. Yeah. You no, know, I'm dead serious. Honestly, when I saw oh, it, I thought it was God. like, um, you know, like a, a like satire a hoax, article. Yeah, like a, yeah, the Onion but, article. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's it. The Onion. That was the look. That was the name I was looking for. That's exactly what I thought it was. But it's real. And it's just that's like, so it's stupid. getting a little bit out of hand. Um, oh, my God. That's mad. Yeah, it's stupid. So, yeah, that's why I Google those boots and don't like them. Will not be purchasing. Hmm. Wow. Well, hmm. I'm going to just, I'm in a bad mood and I had a lot of butter, so I'm not going to give you a point just because I'm pissed at Prada. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, Prada. (laughs) That is absolutely fine. Thank you. No points for me. Okay, fab. Right. Well, because we're a bit angry, I'm going to ask you about this one first. Okay. So you Googled london lockdown Mm. yeah what are we doing eh? what are we doing what What the fuck is happening well we've put in a curfew that'll solve everything yeah 10 p.m closed (laughs) practically cured covid mate (laughs) yeah my favorite is like uh it this hasn't happened in england like england wide yet but it's happening in pockets of england especially like Mm. liverpool in the north and yeah. uh, where you can't go meet other households in their households and you can't mix yeah. with other households, but no, no. you can still go to the pub. You just have to go home at 10 oh, p.m. And I was like, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> no, but you know what this is all about. This is just like, it's it's money. Yeah. It's about people's money. Yeah. It's not about people's lives. Yeah, they, they can't oh, physically afford to bail out the restaurants and pubs any, any longer. No. So they can't. If they close them, they have to give them a livelihood. If they exactly. don't close them, then the restaurants and pubs will go out of business from lack of people footfall. Mm-hmm. But it won't be the government's fault because they didn't close you. So, mm-hmm. so ridiculous. It's mad, isn't it? And then probably, sorry, I'm going to like get on a, a rant, but then probably <laughs> like the rich conservatives <laughs> are going to go in and buy those properties and turn them into other things. And so it's really just in their best interest that all of these small places close. Oh my God, I'm so mad. Exactly. I just got really mad. <laughs> no, no, same. I was thinking about this earlier. I was just getting so angry because it's just like, um, you know, with going back to work and stuff and working in offices, that is not, that is not essential no. and it's just because obviously they've got these little you know handshakes were exchanged you know between government people and fucking real estate people so they've got an agreement and they need to keep those places filled and the money flowing and blah blah yeah. blah, blah and it's just there's always something and i just well it nearly crippled our little anything. startup because we had an office space which we were using which we mm. obviously haven't been using since march and we tried well, no. to get out of our contract and they wouldn't let us because they said the government hasn't said that you can't come in anymore 
And we said, well, they've oh strongly God. suggested that we don't come in. And they said, well, that's not the same as saying you can't come in and we're still open. Oh therefore, we're not canceling your contract. And we've been paying for this bloody empty office space in the middle of Holborn, which is a really ritzy oh part of town. And yeah, just like, they there, like <laughs> basically having to take pay cuts so that we can keep this empty fucking office oh around. And it's really, really bloody frustrating. That's so wrong. But that's the thing. The wording of everything, you know, as clumsily as as it's delivered by, you know, Bojo himself, it's always quite carefully worded, Mm. you know, like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do this. (laughs) Because, yeah, if they say you cannot go to the office, then they've got to pick up the the bill, haven't they? Yeah. And they don't want to do that. So, but it's just mad because everybody I've spoken to, you know, with regards to the 10 p.m. curfew, it's just... People are just going to go out earlier, get more drunk, if anything, because yeah. day drinking, I don't know if you've... Yeah, you have know, you guys I'm met sure British people? There. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're really good we're at day drinking. That. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's the problem. We're not good at it. We do it, and then we get really <laughs> aggressive and loud and leery, and property gets damaged and fights happen. Well, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I reckon it's just... I, I don't know, just 10 p.m. Like, what the fuck difference is that going to make? It's just, no. oh, just getting a bit annoyed about the whole thing, to be honest. Um, but yeah, in terms of a London lockdown, I mean, are we going to have one? I don't know. What, what I mean, so I was Googling it purely because of this wedding this weekend. Oh, of course. Because my, because yeah. they were, because I said they were kind of changing the rules minute by minute and we weren't really mm. sure what Nicola Sturgeon was going to say was happening. And I was, mm afraid that scotland was going to lock down much more severely than the than england um yeah because that's kind of the trend and i was like i mm-hmm. can't get stuck in scotland like abby can't have to look after draco for the next three months like <laughs> i need to be able to get back to london but like if if because they tend to announce on a sunday night like we're going into lockdown tomorrow morning monday morning they don't give you notice you know what i mean which is bullshit mm. And so I was sitting there going, oh, my God, like if I'm in London, if I'm in, uh, sorry, Scotland, Sunday night and I, they go into lockdown Monday morning and I can't get back to London on Monday and my train gets canceled and the planes aren't running and I'm not allowed to drive a car down, then what, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I still don't <laughs> well, have the answer back, to remember? that. Yeah, horseback is, is a strong yeah. contender. Joe told me that biking might be a good option. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine me on a bike the length of the country? (laughs) But anyway. Uh, No. No, it's just no. (laughs) Imagine the saddle butt. What's that pain you get from saddles? Yeah, saddle burn or something. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, they call it something saddle. Is, is it saddle rash saddle rash Ew, no, yeah that's... that sounds right oh my god i had it so yeah. bad once that i like my legs basically fused together and in, in this painful oh god anyway uh so <laughs> that's not an option um but yeah I, I don't think we're going into lockdown if anything i think we've got another week before i think they're mm. going to try to do this mini break lockdown limiting households yada yada mm. Because some of the restrictions come in on Monday the 28th. Some of them come oh, into okay. effect like today or tomorrow. So mm. I'm like, I reckon they're going to balls around with that for a week or two. And then they're going to say, well, that didn't work. So we're going into full lockdown, guys. Um, oh, so we'll just Yeah, just wait for it. Because, oh, I was just going to say, it's like mad because it's clearly 
spiking because the schools went back and that universities went back. So just like yeah, exactly. S- stop it at the source, guys. Every other country that's yeah. gone back has had this happen. It's obviously that. And every other country yeah. that's had this happen has closed the schools and it all went back to normal. And I get it. Yeah. We don't have any way to like teach our children from home and that the British public is not the best educators maybe <laughs> but like <laughs> we gotta come up with something guys like I don't know oh, alter no. everyone's birth certificate by a year and just pretend this year didn't happen and let them have free play God. like I don't know but it's no, not totally. working <laughs> I mean to be honest I think collectively I think as a society in well across the world yeah apart from the countries who have done really well like you know New Zealand are pretty smug um I think collectively, I think we have just written it off this year. I mean, I'm going to update my CV with, you know, any gap with unemployment. I'm just going to be like COVID COVID, and, you know, (laughs) because there is, there's a gap at the minute on my CV and this is the longest I've been out of work and it's just, it's impossible. Yeah. Bloody impossible. Yeah. Everyone, Um, there's going to be a lot of gaps and I think. Yeah, it's it's going to be that thing where it's like, you know, people used to have gaps. Like, oh, well, I took a sabbatical to go teach English to people in Thailand yeah. and ride around on elephants or whatever. It's like, no, I was at home yeah. watching Netflix because COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I gained half a stone and uh, watched Netflix for a year. It was great. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just had the worst thought somewhere in the future a job interview question is going to be what did you do with your time in lockdown it's going to be a way to assess us oh god i hate i mean i bloody hope not god i hate that i saw this meme actually that i think you'd appreciate because uh you know we've talked about five-year plans and um you know planning your life and stuff and and the meme was something like can we just all agree that people from 2015 all of them were wrong about where they were going to see themselves in five years' time. Like, not one of them got the correct answer. So, yeah, fuck you and your five-year plans. Exactly. Oh, my God. So true. Enter COVID. So yeah, funny. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> well, um, again, because I'm angry and mad and just a bit, you know, just bleh yeah. about the whole thing. I'm just not going to give you a point for that either. That's because. Fair. We're all a bit fed up. I'm so fed, fed up. up. I'm fed up with the yeah. world. <laughs> yeah. Namaste. Agreed. Right. I'm with you. Namaste. In bed. Um... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What's the plot? It's all this butter and sugar in my system. Right. Speaking of butter and sugar, uh, your next Google is Original McDonald's. <gasps> Original McDonald's. Oh, I'm glad you asked me about this. So... I watched a film the other day called The Founder. I don't know if you've seen no. it. Right, so it's really good, really good. And it basically tells the story about McDonald's. And I don't know if you know the story, but I think I've been craving McDonald's a lot late since, actually, <laughs> because we got really deep into the Well, we watched the whole film, which is great. And then, yeah, just, I really want McDonald's now. Insatiable. Um but yeah, so basically these two brothers um, had a burger van, essentially. And um, at the time, everything that was really um, successful and fashionable was, you know, drive-in drive, drive in mm. sort of setup where yeah. you'd park your car, you'd get waitresses on, you know, on foot coming to get your order, bring it. And it was really slow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. 
And it was all really slow and you'd wait for your food and it would arrive and more times than not it'd be wrong or cold or both, you know. Um, so these brothers, the McDonald's brothers, um, you know, created this this new system whereby they could just do everything quickly and like, you know, in bulks of like 15, you know. So like squeezing sauce on 15 burgers at the same time. Mm. And you, well, you've seen the, the, the chain, haven't you? Like mm. the back of McDonald's. It looks stressful as all hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, this um, milkshake uh, machine seller basically uh, gets a call from the McDonald's brothers, being like, "We're gonna need like eight of those." And he was like, "What the fuck kind of business are you running <laughs> that you'll need eight of those? Like, is this a joke?" So anyway, he decides to go and check it out for himself, and he gets there and he's like, "This is amazing! Like, what? You can get me my full meal ready for me." in like 30 seconds there's no cutlery there's no washing up so the costs are really low this is genius yeah so he gets in on it with them and from there turns it into a franchise grows it grows it grows it but then gets really greedy and basically realizes that what he's in the business for is not burgers it's it's land it's property so like um you know mcdonald's franchises can only exist based on land that he owns that he sells to them if that makes sense right I'm explaining it really badly no okay I just the reason I was quiet there is I didn't realize that's how franchises work maybe they don't always work like that like I thought you could get your own property and then open a franchise in your own property and they just send you the branding materials but maybe that's not how it always works I'm not sure I don't think that's how it works for McDonald's um because yeah basically he he was in a contract with these mcdonald's brothers and the contract kept him sort of powerless with mm. decisions and things like that but he sort of reworded everything and turned it around yeah so it, it, in the end he ends up buying out the mcdonald's brothers out of their own creation wow. effectively but yeah and yeah like he made, he's made so much money so much money obviously because look at the size oh, of mcdonald's yeah, and yeah and the two brothers who crew who lent their name and the whole you know came up with the whole system basically just got nothing for it so it's a really good film i i explained it very badly no, it really because fascinating. it was very interesting actually i really enjoyed the film um i thought it was going to be a really wholesome film like oh look at them they've come from the ground up but actually it was just about one greedy one fucking little piece of shit shit bag <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> But um, there we go. What's mm. your order at McDonald's? Everyone's got one. What's yours? Well, I'm a veggie now, and I don't oh, yeah. like their veggie burger. So no, I just go for fries and a Coke, Diet Coke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. Their veggie options aren't really... But then the argument is like, oh, well, if you're veggie, don't go to McDonald's then. But well, like, yeah. Oh, no, we, I want my shit Sometimes too. you've got to go to McDonald's because sometimes your friends drag you there at two in the morning. and I have definitely only... never done that. I've <laughs> never dragged you to McDonald's, Chloe. How dare you? <laughs> so accusatory. <laughs> I remember I being coerced somehow into eating a beef burger, I think, with you one time. So... I, do you know what? I wasn't going to mention it on air because I didn't want to embarrass <laughs> you. You didn't want to take away my, my V card, my vegetarian oh my card. Oh, God. Yeah, you got a free pass, a whole pass. Oh, no, yeah. I always used I to know. do that. I was pretty like, messed up that night, so it's fine. 
Oh, same God. Well, yeah, because McDonald's was the only thing for ages that I would like break my pescatarianism for because I was mm. like, that sweet fucking Big Mac sauce, man. Bloody good. But yeah, but I Googled McDonald's, original McDonald's, because I wanted to see what the original mm. like burger shack looked like, basically. Yeah, what did it look um, like? Well, just really wholesome, just Aww. like this tiny little thing, but like with, and then later down the road, you know, with the first three or four branches of McDonald's, they came up with the original like Golden Arches design, which doesn't look like how it does now. Right. Um, yeah, I think I've seen yeah, photos of that. Yeah, it's really cute. Like, ah, oh, I think it was. It, they did set out for it to be like a really wholesome family restaurant that's yeah very like futuristic and jetsonsy rather than like a factory massive machine it was just like look how futuristic this is i can get your burger to you immediately yeah Yeah. oh i really really recommend the film and Mm. it's got michael keaton in it which i quite like him (laughs) well i do sometimes only choose things by the actor what am i kidding i mostly only choose things to watch because of the actors in it so oh well um, yeah i'm uh i'm that's fine. balls deep in californication <laughs> still because of david Duchovny. so there we go <laughs> what season are you on now uh the penultimate season um, so season four i, I don't know how many okay. seasons there are I'm I'm very sad though because like once that's over you know that feeling of emptiness when oh you finish a god series. i know I was so sad at the end of Parks and Rec. I didn't think I'd recover oh. from that. I was yeah. the wreck at the end of I Parks and Rec. Wreck. <laughs> I was. I've got oh. I've got a series for you if you like Parks and Rec. Go on. Um, the Good Place. Mm. So you can you can watch that when California Cation's over because yeah, uh, that is wholesome and funny and hilarious and. That one's that'll wreck you when it's over too. But what's know. it called? What's it called? Sorry, I missed it when you said it. it oh, cut out. the good place. The good place. Oh yes, yeah. with um, Kristen Bell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, I'm gonna give you a point because I would also have been very curious to know what the original um shack looked like, and oh, I enjoyed story time. And yeah, wow. point for you. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Right. Your next. Google is uh, talk about dreaming in your dreams. That's very meta. That's <laughs> very meta. Right. Okay. I'm actually going to need to pull something up on my phone because I don't want to misquote myself in my dreams, obviously. <laughs> um, oh, you can tell us about a dream you've had. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, what oh. happened is the other night I had a dream um, mm. where I was going to see Hamilton, the musical. Ooh. With my mom. I think we were in New York. And Mm -hmm. we were going at like 7am. Which is obviously not when you go see Broadway shows. Yeah. Uh -uh. And they said it was something like a one-off like special showing. uh, And that's why it was so early. And we got there and there was only like six other people in the audience. It was very weird. And they weren't singing or performing Hamilton songs. They were wearing like sailor costumes and... I don't even know what was going on. But basically, <laughs> this lady started coming and laughing because, you know, it's typical dream bullshit and no one really is probably finding this interesting. But uh, this lady came around and was passing around toast uh, and asking us to eat the toast as part of the performance. Oh. And okay. she said, where do you think you are? And I said, I think I'm in the Matrix. And she said, 
uh, yeah, you probably are. And then this is a quote I wrote down for myself when I woke up. I then said, if I was dreaming, this is exactly the kind of shit that would be happening in my dreams. And then I woke up. So uh, I think there might have been something that happened before I woke, but I woke up, but it was very, very soon before I woke up. So I was Googling talking about dreamings in your dreams, dreaming in your yeah. dreams, uh, because I was wondering if I was like if that's typical of like when you're starting to wake up that you're still asleep or if I was lucid dreaming or half lucid dreaming at some point um because I would love to learn how to lucid dream and I was hoping I, I was like oh have did I accidentally lucid dream for a bit because like I was sort of aware I was dreaming but uh, I don't think I was aware I was dreaming because I think lucid dreaming is oh I'm dreaming right now yeah. Um, and I was going, if I was dreaming, I would be dreaming this. <laughs> so clearly not oh, aware that... I was dreaming. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Also, I really admire that you woke up and remembered to write that down because I always do that. I always have the, uh, you know, the aim of writing down because I'm always like, whoa, that's pretty fucked up. I need to write yeah. this down. <laughs> yeah. Never do. Never do. And then you go to tell the story and then it all escapes you. And it's annoying because some of that shit that goes on up there oh, is gold. Such weird it's shit. Nonsense. Such weird absolute... nonsense. There yeah. was one, I'm scrolling through my phone really quickly, seeing if I can find it and I probably won't. But there was one dream I wrote down one time that I was just like, what on the oh I found it oh my god it's really long I'm not going to read the whole thing but it starts off with <laughs> quirky bank assistant who makes crafts gets shot by two dudes during a traffic incident but it turns out she's still alive because she's a cyborg <laughs> that's genuinely I mean, the start of a very long epic dream I had which is basically an action movie <laughs> love that absolutely mental the next line, just for those who are on the edge of their seats, is falls for the bad guy and helps him unbeknownst to him. <laughs> oh, unbeknownst to him. Interesting. Yeah, there's multiple you, you characters. Should... It's very, very detailed. You should start writing screenplays. <laughs> I know. I think I think I've, the reason I wrote that down when I woke up was I was like, that was so cinematic. And it was one of those rare dreams where like I wasn't in the dream. I think I might have been swapping myself like body in between a bunch of characters, but it like wasn't me and it wasn't my real life. It was like this crazy ass story. And I was like, I gotta write this down. This might be something. I I could make like a movie out of this. Um Aww. so you know, maybe a quirky bank teller who makes crafts gets shot but doesn't die because she's a cyborg. She's <laughs> Coming a cyborg, to a theater obviously. near you. <laughs> Bloody hell. I haven't had like a really vivid dream for quite a while that I can remember, but there's always one that sticks out and I'll always remember it. And I always, you know, when we're recounting our dreams, it's always the one that comes up. I was, this was years ago as well, but I was in a relationship at the time, but I had such a vivid dream that I slept with Craig David, right? <laughs> it was so vivid. And I was like, I woke up and I felt, awful because I was like oh my god I allowed myself to be seduced by Craig David (laughs) and like I enjoyed myself I probably want to see him again Um, (laughs) I think I'll call him tomorrow (laughs) yeah I gotta give give Craig a call like fuck um but the weird thing is I'm not even like he's not a crush of mine like it was just like why Craig David especially because he hasn't really been 
in the public conscience for quite a while, yeah. you know. He's not yeah. really been in the charts. So it was kind of a it was an odd one, but um That's so vivid. Funny. I hate that guilt. And then, you know, you gradually wake up and you're like, oh my God, thank God, it's only a dream. Well, yeah, because um, I, I have, some people don't have really vivid dreams like that. Like they don't mm. really see things maybe. They just kind of get shadows and like concepts and stuff. Mm. And my dreams are always like crystal clear could have happened to me. And so the ones I remember, obviously. So like yeah. I wake up and if it was hyper-realistic, I, for a good like maybe half a day I think that some of the events actually happened to the point oh, where absolutely. like I started telling people on the bus to school one time that our friend Justin got a job at a cafe that we all went to and they were like oh that's weird and I was like yeah I know, summer job or whatever and then it turns out that was a dream and I was just like spreading this rumor <laughs> lied to people <laughs> so yeah. it's dangerous <laughs> It is, it is. I mean, I, I've seen all these like inspirational quotes where it's like, you know, if you dream something hard enough, you will become it. Yeah. I, I fucking wish that was true, you Instagrammer. But it's not, is it? Because otherwise mm. I'd force myself to dream that like, I don't know. It that... depends on whether or not you actually believe we are in the Matrix and this is all a simulation. Because then maybe you oh, could influence the events of the future. <laughs> Oh God! Um, do you know what I? Because um, that that uh, takes me back to an episode where you're saying that yeah, we're, life is just one big hologram, right? Yeah. Oh God! Do we want to go down that rabbit hole again? No, I'm just you know I'm throwing it out there because based yeah. the reason I also googled it slightly. Not only did I want to be lucid dreaming, but I thought it was kind of spooky that I told this like figure in my dream that I thought we were in the Matrix. And then immediately was like sort of aware I was dreaming. So I was like, oh, are we in the Matrix? But no, I think I just, I think I read stuff about that too much. The Matrix. Matrix. I still haven't seen those films. Neither have I actually. No. You know how you like, you like learn cultural moments. Like, you know about the blue and the red pill and all that stuff. But like, you don't actually, you've never actually seen the film. So you can get by and pretend that you have, but you have no fucking clue. Yeah, that's so true, actually. I feel like I've got a lot of good knowledge like that. Well, I say good knowledge. It's just stuff that I, I get, you know? But yeah. Um, but then again, like, most of my friends know that when they're before showing me a meme, they've got to preface it with, like, <laughs> this is about this film where he grows old but backwards, you know? Right, like that sort of thing. right. Um, but, yeah, anyway, tangent, tangent. Well, I do want to give you a point because oh, I don't know turn that shit into screenplays man oh thanks yeah I need to we we talked about this a few episodes ago where I was going to start writing a novel and um yes yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> I was going to start a blog hasn't happened yeah. Has, has yeah, a novel. hasn't happened uh, I'm still well-meaning so maybe this winter yeah yeah the weather's turning now so yeah. we're into yeah hibernation mode now exactly all right well cheers mate um your last f- podcast oh i've given it away my <laughs> last, last google search is oh. french lifestyle podcast in francais actually you said en french but... oh yeah we oui, we oui. oui, oui. right well as you know i'm on a job hunt at the moment and it's fucking long and i'm not getting anywhere but anyway you just get asked like 
fucking stupid questions over the course of, you know, interviews, don't you? Like, and one of them was, what is your biggest failure? And I was like, you know, I I was like, right, am I going to do the cliche thing and be like, oh, I'm such a perfectionist. So it takes me so long to get (laughs) tasks done because they cannot be anything less than perfect. But I was like, nah, you're not an arse licker. Don't do that. But then, you know, they've asked me there and then, so I didn't have much time to think about it. And then I thought about it and I was like, my biggest failure is that I left uni and I promised myself that I would keep myself fully immersed in French language stuff, you know, whether it's books, films, whatever. And I just fucking haven't. I've just been so shit at it. Like, it's taken such a backseat. Um, you know, I go months at a time without speaking French and it's just such a waste, isn't it? Mm. Um, and then the one time, you know, where you're doing a job interview and the guy's like, oh, by the way, I'm French. Let's do this in French. And I'm oh, like, man. what the fuck, Antoine? <laughs> I have not had time to get my French brain on because I haven't been immersing myself in it. So I'm rusty. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want that to happen to me anymore. I don't want to feel rusty anymore. There's no reason for me to be rusty. So what have I been listening to? Fucking podcasts. Yeah. Loads of them in English. So I was like, stop doing that shit and find French ones. I have found the best podcast. Oh, my it's God. Amazing. Tell me. It's great. So it's called Quedemuth, which is a pun because Quedemuth with an N means like what's new. But muff is like woman in French but in slang so it's like what's a woman type thing but it's great it's like feminist they talk about literature current affairs like pop culture fun shit and it's great and I'm learning so much vocab just because they're they're quite smart women they're all writers so it's it's not like I don't know. Like, I feel like when I open my mouth, I'd never say anything poignant. But I feel like everything they do, I'm like, oh my god, you're so right. So <laughs> good for me in terms of, um, yeah. I'm just really enjoying it. It's great. Do you like podcasts? Um, <laughs> funny, we're, we're running one. So <laughs> no, I hate them. <laughs> I actually Fucking awful things. I actually don't love podcasts. <laughs> oh right, okay, great. I was joking. But... <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I've listened to a couple, but they have to really like spark my imagination. So, mm. and they have to be something I can pick, pick up and put down. So I can't, mm. I can't get into these like serial type ones where like you can't miss no. an episode type of deal. Um, but yeah, I'm going to definitely listen to this because I was just having a conversation with a friend over the weekend about language. Um, and mm. she studies a second language herself. And mm. I was like, oh, I really miss speaking French and Mm. it's such a shame because I have this amazing friend who speaks French and she and I never speak French together and we should probably do that so yeah this is inspiring me to pick it back up and also to force you to speak to me in French (laughs) yes let's do this let's do this let's do it but the only thing I will warn you when you do listen to it you get so into it and you concentrate so hard on every word because you're trying to like, you know, soak up all the vocab 
that you forget that you're in the UK and then when you unplug it's kind of disappointing <laughs> when you're like <laughs> I can imagine I don't know I went to like my local Sainsbury's and I like unplugged my headphones and it was all like oh we really fun and blah 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 and yeah. unplugged it and it was like there's a problem on aisle seven can we get it <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. like a, you become like fully that. Parisian you're like oh I'm gonna go cherche le pain and you just like go down and like oh wait wait and then all of a sudden it's like no we didn't bake the baguettes today actually <laughs> actually well you can get these you just ram them in the oven love they're exactly the same have a sausage roll, <laughs> a sausage roll. <laughs> exactly i was like oh god i miss france so much but um yeah but it is it's great i i really enjoyed it and i feel more motivated than ever to just try and yeah just fucking be a bit french but yeah quad muff i think you should listen to it it's really good, but yeah, you will be disappointed when you get reminded that you're actually <laughs> in the UK and not in not on the set of Amelie at all. Oh my gosh, so, imagine. I need to rewatch that film. I love it so much. We should do an exchange of like fave French films and books and things. Because I used Just to also it. really enjoy reading French books because you can like leisurely translate. You don't have to be doing it quite like on the fly. Like I think... I will struggle to understand everything in the podcast because I imagine they speak at a normal pace, which is fast. <laughs> and I'll be like, they speak so what? fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do speak fast. But also, they're, they're, well, they're just really bookish uh, mm. women. Like they're all writers and journalists and stuff. So it's, it's I don't know, whilst it is conversational, it, it still feels quite highbrow and like oh oh serious you know yeah, so yeah. Um, I'll feel like I'm yeah. listening to my AP French listening exam or something <laughs> yeah, exactly but it's uh yeah it's oh, good I'll send you a link I'll send you a link oh cheers mate oh I love it well I'm gonna definitely give you a point because I feel Yay. prepared and ready to to pick up my French education we got a great yes. recommendation for our listeners out there some of yes. which I know spoke French at some point in their lives. So uh-huh. we're all benefiting here. Yes, we're going to do it. We're going to really get froggy again. It's going to be great. Is that all get right to froggy. say? <laughs> Is that all right to say? Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I call myself a taff all the time. <laughs> call you a yank, I think. Yeah, um, I'm a yank. A yank. Right, for your final search, I was going to ask you about your simple shortbread recipe. But I think you told us you just basically mm. said it was sugar and butter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I think and lavender. That. That's the bit I didn't uh, let you know is that I also added lavender. And I think that might be why I'm sick because I added oh. a lot of lavender. I don't think you're supposed to eat that much lavender. <laughs> I didn't know you could eat lavender. I just thought it was stuff that you rubbed on your skin <laughs> to help you sleep. Well, that is true. But you can also make teas and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, true. Actually, and yeah. you can like... Yeah, yeah. And you can put lavender as like a flavoring like you might with rosemary, but I don't think you want to overdo it. And I think I might have overdone it. Oh, God. Oh, well, it's You're going to have purple poops. <laughs> One can only hope. Oh, yeah. Well, asparagus makes your wee smell funny, doesn't it? That's very true. Yeah, I'll let I you know. asparagus. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> well, so moving. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you about that. So I think I'll ask you about. Oh, Yes, Made in Chelsea trailer, oh, new trailer. So, queen. did you find one? I did. It is impeccable. Oh. I am so excited. I love um, it. So, 
very sorry for those of you that don't know what we're on about. We're going to have a little oh. bit of a Maiden Chelsea sesh. Um, Please, this is good. Explain it to the uninitiated. Yeah, yeah okay. Because it's I will. worth it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the best show ever. Um, so... If you're familiar with The Hills, which maybe more of our audience mm-hmm. is, um, which is, again, like a reality show, but it's kind of not because they already sort of like set up scenarios like the people are real, their pre-existing relationships to each other are real for the most part. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of And they get brought in to film the show for like 10 episodes each. And there's kind of like a set up intentions for each show so it's kind of like oh you and so and so are gonna have a fight over in this restaurant and then they film it but like they don't tell the people exactly what to say just like you kind of know what's gonna happen Mm. um so it's reality but it's also kind of like super reality if that makes sense and Mm -hmm. they took that format of the hills and they put it into chelsea which is the posh part of london uh And so I guess the hills were meant to be the posh part of like LA or whatever, but I didn't always get the impression that they were like super rich people. Um, But Mm -hmm. the idea of Chelsea is that they are like old money people. Like one of the guys in it is the inheritor of McVitie's McVitie's Biscuit Company, um, which sells like all of Britain's tea biscuits. And it's very important that British people have tea biscuits. So you can imagine how rich they are. Oh yes. Um, so and like another guy that was on the first season, he he has now married no, his sister, somebody in his family, his brother, or somebody married a royal member of the royal family. So it's like they're up there. They're not fake up yeah. there. They're truly like posh peeps. Yeah. Um, they really are. But they're in this show and you get to watch them essentially lead similar lives where they're like going to bars and sleeping with each other's friends and having drama yeah. and throwing martinis in each other's faces and yeah. uh, stroking small dogs and walking through exactly. Hyde Park basically. Um, yeah. so- <laughs> at no point do they work. There's no yeah. scene where they're at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, They'll say you know, things not- like, oh, I'm working this weekend. And it's like they're planning a frivolous event or whatever for the Chelsea yeah like a hunting event (laughs) yeah pigeon shooting so busy so busy one of the girls in this previous season was like oh I'm going to the horse races and I'm sitting on the same table as Prince Harry and like (laughs) sure yeah so um the new season's out I think it's like season 18 or something 19 we're getting up there Oh God, it's been years, isn't it? I've been watching it since the beginning as well. Yeah, like, I, I, I hate to hate admit to I've seen it. every single season. Yeah, I just don't know why it speaks to. It doesn't speak to me because obviously I'm not. You know, I'm not a, a raw. We call them raws, don't yeah. we, in this country? Um, I'm not a raw, and I don't like raws, but I love watching them on telly. Oh, so, can't get enough of it. I know. I like it more than like any of the others. Like I've, I used to watch. Geordie Shore a bit mm-hmm. and there was one set in Wales called the Valleys that I used to like a bit but it's just it's not the same man there's yeah. something about posh people fighting that's just so <laughs> so entertaining I think it's like, so it, vanilla it's also very aesthetically pleasing because they've shot yeah. it really nicely they put this like beautiful filter over it so literally oh, yeah, makes... every shot looks like an Instagram <laughs> filtered picture it does yeah and they're in the they shoot it in these like grand estates and stuff like they really go out of their way to make it look ridiculously opulent. yeah 
Um, and they're like fencing and doing really weird stuff that you just know is like fake. So it's a bit tongue in cheek as well. Oh, I um, think so. Yeah. And so like this ridiculous like world that you can't achieve and can't attain backdrop, kind of like what we were talking about, like the Kardashians, but like yeah. so out of your reach that it's like, it doesn't become ridiculous anymore because you're like, oh, I'm watching princesses, so it's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like then they've got the same human ridiculous drama that we all go through. So like, I just rewatched seasons one and two during the lockdown in preparation oh, for this new season. Oh, um, and I was reminded of such ridiculous drama they had at like early 20s. And I was like, was I ever like this? Did I actually think that guys could treat you like this? And I totally yeah. did because I started watching that show when I was like 20. And I remember identifying with those characters yeah, and being like, oh, yeah, but it's okay because I'm just I'm such a caggy, you know, and then <laughs> like watching it back at 30 and I'm just like oh my god I can't believe I didn't see through these bullshitting men before like this I is know. crazy and like or these snaky women like it just was wild so anyway we went very off topic about the new season but I hope that gives you a picture of what what we're up against yes. um so this season has to be filmed differently because of the pandemic so instead well, this of was like my question. going How to they bars and like meeting up and stuff, they've rented massive like chateaus <laughs> in the countryside right. and then locked all the castmates in there and basically made them film a series so they can really? only see each other and apparently it gets quite heated. Oh my um, God, this is going to be great. Yeah, it's a bit like Big Brother meets Made in Chelsea. Um, oh, I think God. they might have like sets of people so i think they might have like a set of people in one house a set of people in another house they might swap around a little bit um uh, okay but it's only happening in these estates basically and there's going to be breakups there's going to be hookups uh oh, there's going to be an engagement all kind of spoiled <gasps> for me because already really on these like celebrities instagrams but we get to watch it unfold um so yeah i'm really excited oh I can't wait no I need this I need like just mindless because this is a thing I think as people we're very much split down the middle so whilst about three minutes ago I was going on about how I want to grow my mind and expand it <laughs> and fill it with friends and, and how we hate you know... brand names and rich people <laughs> yeah exactly and now we're like so let me tell you about Maiden Chelsea um <laughs> really stupid and <laughs> I love it <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. So basically, yeah, we're all split personalities. We need a bit of, and that is my like guilty pleasure, mind numbing, just rubbish to watch. I, I just I love, love how so ridiculous it is. And I'm just, I just can't get enough of it. I feel like um, our friendship was also sort of solidified in the early days when we had to pull an all nighter at the office and Maiden Chelsea was on. And I was like, do you guys mind if like, I put Maiden Chelsea yeah. on the TV and you were like, oh my God, no, I was hoping somebody would say that. And like you and I just watched it. <laughs> and our colleague yeah. was like, oh my God, I hate these people. Like I know them and I hate them. And I'm like, you know oh, them yeah. personally? And she was like, yeah. And, it's like, oh. yeah. and I was like, well, okay, well, we're going to watch this anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch this anyway. I don't care how awkward this is for you. I just, <laughs> I need my fix of posh people drama. Like, oh, it's oh, so good. the best. Well, put a reminder in your diary, guys, because yeah. uh, episode one of season 89,000, whatever it is, <laughs> starts on Monday. So, mm -hmm. oh my God. So fab. Exciting. 
I can't wait. I'm definitely going to give you a point for that because I'm just really excited about the whole thing. So, um, <laughs> there we go. Well, um, predictably, again, it's a draw. <laughs> it's two all, two oh. all again. So good game. Oh, well played. Yeah, good I'm shaking your hand. Yes. Yeah. Keep me posted on those lavender shits. <laughs> okay. Do. I will. I will. I promise. All right, love. Well, I will speak with you next week. Bye, right, Chama, dear. Bye. Bye. Bye.